just heard the 5 p.m. news update. You know it's time for the big hard fact, like uh, uh, Chief Godwin's just said. From now until 6, let's dive deep into the biggest issue in Nigeria today. That's coronavirus. Yesterday's big hard fact, there is one confirmed case of coronavirus in Nigeria. One. But of course, you already knew that. I only repeated it because in all our preparations and precautions, it is still important that we remind ourselves that so far here in Nigeria, coronavirus is still under control. And also, like I said all of last week, we must be vigilant, but we also must not panic. And we also must not spread false information. All right, so now we're battling coronavirus on our home soil. And uh, we have the public health authorities telling us that nothing has changed fundamentally for you and I. The same guidelines that we were given last week and the week before last, uh, the same guidelines that apply today. We just need to be extra careful. That's all. We just need to be extra vigilant right now because we've confirmed that somebody has brought into the country and that that person has had contact with other people. Now, we have on the show with us um, uh, somebody who knows what it takes to fight the virus. She's a virologist, and her name is Professor Rosemary Awudu from the Department of Virology at the University of Lagos. Hello, madam. Thank you so much for joining us on Hard Facts. Hello, ma. Thanks for joining us on Hard Facts. All right. Thank you. Yes. Now, why is the coronavirus spreading globally in this way? What is different about it, Professor Audu? Hello, Professor Audu. Yes, please. Yes, you're talking to Sandra now. You're live on the show now. All right, thank you. Yes. So, why is the coronavirus spreading globally in this way? What is different about it? Well, this particular virus has a very... Um, it's... It, um, the rate of transmission is really very high, um, and it's new, as you know, so it has mutated, and it's something that we're still trying to find out what exactly, what is the biological characteristics in it that mm. is making it spread really fast. Mm. It's something that is understudy. However, we are just fortunate that uh, in as much as it causes some mortality, the mortality rate is still lower mm -hmm. than SARS. It's about 2.9%. Mm -hmm. When you compare it with SARS, mm -hmm. it was about 10%. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, we're getting a lot of conflicting opinions from the experts. Some are saying that um, this is a very serious disease and we should be very afraid. Others are saying that for most people, this will be nothing more serious than the flu or a cold. And so we should all relax. And you have even others who are saying something in the middle. What do you say? Well, this virus is about... Um 80% of those who get infected do not present with symptoms. It's only about 20% that come down with severe uh, symptoms. And those who eventually die, most of them, the mortality cases are majorly in the elderly, 60 mm. years and above, mm -hmm. and also amongst those who have underlying diseases, conditions like diabetes, high blood pressure, mm -hmm. and uh, heart 
problem. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't think it's anything to be afraid of. It's not something like Ebola, mm -hmm. whereby the mortality rate is much higher. Mm -hmm. In as much as, as it spreads, it's uh, only a few people that develop severe uh, 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 disease. Mm -hmm. And then, you see, once we are able to imbibe with the simple hygiene uh, procedures that uh, is everywhere, then we are safe. Mm. Hand washing and uh, respiratory hygiene, covering mm. one's nose and mouth mm. when you cough or sneeze, mm -hmm. and then also not touching one's eyes, not touching one's eyes and nose and mouth. So once we're able to observe these simple hygienic uh, procedures, mm -hmm. then we are safe. So for me, it is still much better than Ebola. Mm. Still nothing to dread compared to SARS. Mm. So that is my own take in, on that. We have, we've had reports that a person with the virus can start infecting others long before they show symptoms. How accurate is that? And what's the mechanism behind it? That is very true hmm. because it's not everyone that exhibits the symptoms. It's just a few people that, you see, so once people are infected, an individual is infected, mm -hmm. some within 1 to 14 days develop severe syndromes, mm -hmm. severe conditions. Mm -hmm. Some just have mild fever, cough, and it resolves on its own. Mm -hmm. And some others don't even show any symptom whatsoever. Hmm. Meanwhile, they are carrying the virus. And they are infecting other people as well. And they could be infecting others. Hmm. The chances is low, but they could be infecting others. Okay. The studies are still on to really confirm that. Okay. Well, now, what's the mechanism behind that? That's what I want to understand. You're the virologist, so, you know, a little lecture. <laughs> yes. I, I um, That is still on the study. Okay. We're still... We're still trying to investigate why these symptoms do not, uh, these uh, individuals could be transmitting this virus without, because in the case of Ebola, it's those who already have symptoms mm -hmm. that could infect others. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this was only discovered in, um, in uh, December. December. Mm -hmm. So several studies are ongoing to unravel to answer so many of these questions that mm -hmm. you have. That we have. Uh, some yeah. observers have criticized the WHO for not declaring this uh, coronavirus outbreak a pandemic yet. Do you agree or disagree with the WHO's decision? Well, for me, I know that WHO is working with many, uh, many countries uh, to ensure that they are prepared. They are providing adequate information. If you go online, there's a lot WHO is providing. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know if they declare that what additional um, thing that will... I don't know how else it will help. Mm -hmm. They are providing all the technical support, the kit that is being used mm -hmm. by the NCDC is provided by them. Mm -hmm. There is a lot they are doing already, so mm -hmm. I don't know what difference that would make. Mm. Uh, there have been unconfirmed reports that um, the strain of the virus in Italy has higher infection rates but lower death rates. How likely is it that this virus is already uh, mutating significantly? And what would that mean for the efforts to fight it, Professor Audu? 
Oh, thank you so much. But this, the information available to us is that the virus has not mutated. Okay. It's still the same strain from the Wuhan. The Wuhan strain is still the same one that is circulating. Okay. So there's no backing to that scientifically. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Now, what's your overall assessment of Nigeria's battle to contain COVID-19? Well, from on paper, I think we're doing well. However, for this particular Italian to have escaped from the airport mm -hmm. gives me some concern. Okay. It just means that the screening they are doing at the airport there, they will need to strengthen it because um, ordinarily, looking at the travel history, knowing that he's coming from a region where this uh, disease has been reported, they should have quarantined him. So I think they need to strengthen it at the airport. But for the laboratory component, I believe that some labs have been strengthened. They can mm -hmm. test and um, characterize the virus. Mm -hmm. And we already have isolation centers, Coxie, uh, Lassa fever, mm -hmm. and also the, even these, um, the mainland hospital here for the tuberculosis, multi-drug uh, tuberculosis. Mm. So we already have isolation centers. So for the clinical management, mm. I believe we are, in, we are on top of it. Mm. And for even contact, con, uh, contact tracing, contact tracing. Mm. we also have people on ground mm. who can do that. So every other thing seems to be in place, but I guess at the airport, because those who have come from trips have told us that at the airport, they just tell you, oh, just go home and stay in isolation for 14 days. Mm -hmm. I don't think people will be, uh, abide to that. So mm -hmm. it's better that they strengthen the quarantine airport screening at the airport. Mm -hmm. yes. Now, there's a big difference between containing an outbreak and handling it if it spreads. If COVID-19 spreads in Nigeria, the way it has spread in China, Italy, Iran, or Japan, how well do you think our healthcare infrastructure could handle dozens or hundreds or even thousands of COVID-19 cases, Professor Audu? Well, I don't think we will be able to handle it as well as they are doing it in the developed world. Okay. However, I believe with what is going on right now, we should be able to arrest it. And that's why I will keep emphasizing, at the airport, they must strengthen it. Otherwise, more people will keep coming in. Hmm. And uh, in some places, they already have travel restrictions. In somewhere like U.S., they have travel restrictions. The people don't go to... Uh, Iran, and then they will not allow foreigners from such places into their country. I don't think it would be bad for us to also put some restrictions with these foreigners coming from uh, uh, places where they have such cases reported. Hmm. Now, my final question, and then I'll let you go. We've heard reports from Japan that at least one person who recovered from COVID-19 and was declared free of the virus later tested positive. Is it not very rare to see that, to see viral reinfection? Well, I would want to question that because currently there is no treatment there is no drug for this uh, virus yet. Mm -hmm. There are still about 70 different uh, clinical trials are going on. Mm -hmm. So I cannot with confidence say that somebody was treated and cured mm -hmm. and then is now uh, uh, coming positive again. So mm -hmm. I, it, I don't think it's... Uh, 
it's proven. I mm. don't believe that. Okay. Professor Rosemary Audu is uh, the head of department at uh, the virology, head of uh, virology department at the University of Lagos. And she's here helping us uh, calm down. Professor, thank you so much for talking to us on Hard Facts. It's a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Uh, the real work is being done by the government. You know, the public health professionals, the medical professionals, they are the real soldiers battling coronavirus every day. And we've seen in China, in Iran, and other affected countries, the high number of doctors, nurses, and hospital staff getting infected by the coronavirus and even dying. And we've seen top people in the Iranian health ministry getting infected. The Deputy Health Minister was infected by coronavirus. So let's all keep these brave men and women of our health service in our thoughts and in our prayers as they try to uh, keep us all safe you know, to the best of their abilities. And speaking of keeping them safe, some of our medical personnel are asking governments to arrange for more protective clothing for them. So they're asking for gloves, masks, uh, personal, high, uh, personal protective gear, and these doctors and nurses have to touch patients, yes? So they have to make sure that their bodies are completely protected. And they're saying that they don't have enough gear in all the hospitals yet. And this is actually a worldwide complaint. It's not just Nigeria. If you go on Twitter and Facebook right now, you'll see healthcare professionals all over the world asking regular citizens to buy fewer surgical masks and fewer surgical gloves. They're saying if we all keep buying, we're going to create a shortage among those who need them the most, the medical personnel. And if medical personnel are not protected, it makes it harder to stop the virus. And the funniest part about all of this is that the masks are not even protecting you. They're not protecting us much more than every other thing that we are doing. So if you're a medical personnel, give me a call. Throughout the show, I'm going to give I'm going to need you to give me a call. If you are a doctor, you're a nurse, you're a paramedic, you're a, a public health officer, I want to hear from you. Does your hospital or your office have enough? protective gear what plan is your management making for it here in my office i walked in and the security person handed me hand sanitizer to clean my hands <laughs> it's so cool you know but you know for, for you as a medical personnel what plan is your management making for it are you a doctor are you a nurse are you a paramedic are you a public health officer does your hospital or your office have enough protective gear our number is 0127709930 and 0127739930 now as i've been saying here on hard facts every day this is a battle at different levels, right? So there's screening, there's surveillance, there's detection, there's containment uh, or, quarant or quarantine, you know. And these are the things that government has to do relentlessly to stop coronavirus from spreading within the community. Screening is the first level. That's the, that's the one that they have to do for people who are coming into the country. The idea is to find out if they have it before letting them in. But screening has its, its limits. So first of all, there's no way that governments can screen everybody coming into the country. There are limited resources. 
So they have to make choices about which people coming in are most likely to have the virus. So, for example, a person coming from Kenya is less likely to have it than somebody who's coming from Italy. But when the government screens the right people, even when that happens, screening is not perfect. The man who brought coronavirus into Nigeria did not have any symptoms that, when he arrived. It was impossible to know that he was carrying the virus. He only showed symptoms after he was inside the country. And yes, it happens. So the question is, what happens next? Now, the first answer is quarantine. And the government has done that. They've put the man in isolation. He's going to remain there until he hopefully fully recovers. And he's no longer contagious. The second thing that happens, the second answer after somebody has passed through screening and wasn't caught by the screening is surveillance. The government has again snapped into action as far as that is concerned. The federal government and the Lagos state government have said that they are monitoring over a hundred people that the man came in contact with, including those who flew with him into Nigeria. We're also getting reports that about 40 persons are being quarantined in Ogun State after also getting uh, uh, close contact with the index case. And if you talk to public health experts and the epidemiologists, they all tell you that this is the best way to handle a situation like this. Basically, when it comes to stopping an outbreak from getting to what they call community spread, Nigeria is doing this by the book. In fact, for now, we seem to be handling this better than other nations, even some who are richer and more sophisticated as far as healthcare is concerned. So you take a look uh, at countries like Italy or Japan or Iran, maybe even the United States. Nigeria seems to be handling this better than they all are. So again, while it is important to be vigilant, it's more important to not panic. And that's what I've been saying for a while now. Let me talk to Olamide who's calling us. Hello, Olamide. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Uh, though I'm not uh, an health uh, A medical personnel, okay. Uh, but uh, I just want to keep in a uh, few information. Go ahead. Concerning the issue at hand. Hmm. You see, the, the porosity of our um, airport is, is so high. And there is mass carelessness in the part of uh, those uh, officials at the airport. Mm. So I can attribute that, that to the... Because the same issue happened uh, during the uh, case of uh, Ebola. Okay. Just we knew that uh, these countries, there are certain countries that need to be checked when their citizens are coming in. And the same thing is repeating itself. So we need to be proactive, most especially in the in the community of anybody from outside. You know, you give too much respect to these white people, mm. and they are bringing in uh, things that are unwanted. That's my take. All right, Olamide. And Olamide is not alone, you know. That's actually one area where people are questioning the government's judgment. Arrivals from Italy and other badly affected countries. Some Nigerians, like Olamide, are saying that government should have stepped in by now and reduced or banned arrivals from those countries entirely. Of course, government is trying to strike a very difficult balance. You have to understand that. On the one hand, protecting the entire country from coronavirus on the other hand, protecting the economy 
from the result of travel restrictions. Every action has its consequences, so every country tries to judge how far it can close itself off during an outbreak without it breaking its economy. But critics are pointing to countries like the U.S. who have uh, issued travel warnings for Italy or Saudi Arabia that has suspended the Hajj to avoid the virus coming in and being spread out. So they point out those cases and they ask, shouldn't Nigeria also be thinking about something along those lines? After all, if the government can close the land borders because of rice, surely they can restrict flights from certain uh, uh, countries because of the coronavirus. And that's my first, my next question for, from you, you know. Um, do you think that there should be more restrictions? What should those restrictions be, if any? Bear in mind that we have to think we have to think about it in terms of government's capacity to enforce. Because beyond this flight restriction issue, um, 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 how will government enforce it? And also, beyond the restriction issue, how would you rate government's handling of the corona, uh, coronavirus outbreak, both at state and uh, federal level? I want to hear from you. We've got Comrade Adeshino in Okota on the phone. Hello, Comrade. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Madam Sandra. Yes. Yeah, good evening. Good how evening. Very well. Well done. Um, what, what, what I notice is the, uh, upon all the efforts of you media, especially... Uh, info effort. Mm. The effort, all the energy you have been put in place is all these days in uh, informing us about this uh, prevention against this uh, disease. Mm -hmm. I notice that people are still don't take it serious. Okay. So you can imagine I traveled away from Badori Aja this morning okay. down to Osobi, mm. from Osobi to my two, my two back to Okota. Okay. I can tell you that. I really see only one person that use a mask tape. I've not seen any any downfall uh, or even the government uh, buses. I said that when I go to government uh, buses from uh, Badu, from Aja, mm. also the today, I will see them with a sanitizer or something given to people before they enter or advising people to protect themselves. Mm. But I didn't notice anything of such at all. Mm. I've passed over five million people today. I've not seen single person. Well, 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 but the good thing is that I like that you're not seeing anybody wearing masks because masks don't actually protect you as much as washing your hand will protect you. And if all of us rush and go and buy masks, when the doctors actually need it, they will not see it, <laughs> which means that they cannot now take care of us if, God forbid, we now fall sick. So it's good. I, I, I like this so feedback that people are not oh, wearing masks. People are not wearing uh -huh. What people should be doing is washing their hands very okay. often. Like every every minute, just wash your hand because you don't know where your hand has been. You don't know where you're touching. Wash your hand with soap all the time. That one is even okay. cheaper than buying hand sanitizer because hand sanitizer now is small bottle, 8,000. That's another area uh -huh. we have to talk about. Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Actually, I try my best, mm -hmm. but I expect other people to also to do do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Each uh, Once I come down from one uh, bus, 
wash your hand. Good. I wash my hand. Look Good. at the, the nearest uh, fast food. Mm-hmm. I enter there. Wash your hand with soap. With soap. Mm-hmm. So with soap. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So, but I will still use this opportunity to, 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 for other people to do the same. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. You can imagine that the hand sanitizer, the one that we normally buy for 250 naira, mm-hmm. I bought it at a particular pharmacy mm-hmm. center. In uh, Badore Road mm-hmm. for one thousand two hundred. Ah, it's cheap now. Some people are selling four thousand. Some are selling eight thousand for that small bottle. Yeah, they, they told me the big tiger size that we normally buy for three for one thousand. They mm. said it's three thousand. Yes, they sir. have to come down to small one. Mm. This small one, my wife is even screaming that what happened <laughs> from two hundred fifty naira to one thousand two fifty. It's demand and supply. It's what it's it's economics. That it happens. Serious. But people should please. Uh, please, why do we always make money? from uh, people's uh, uh, ethics. It's human nature. Comrade, thanks for calling me. Let me talk to Ike in the catcher. Hello, Ike. Hello, Ike. Uh, Ike's not there anymore. Seriously, I want to take your take your thoughts. What What's your assessment of uh, how the government has handled this uh, outbreak of coronavirus? You know, how would you rate their handling, both at state and uh, government level, as, and uh, federal government level? And what do you think about restrictions? You know, should we ban flights to uh, from other countries, just like Saudi Arabia has done and the U.S. has done? What should these restrictions be? You know, bear in mind that we have to think about it in terms of government's capacity to enforce it. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. It's 27 minutes past five. Hard, hard Facts will be right back. This is Hard Facts. On Hard Facts today, we're having a conversation about the coronavirus in Nigeria. Today's big hard fact is that there is one confirmed case of coronavirus in Nigeria. You already know that. I'm repeating that because even though we are preparing, even though we are taking precautions, we still need to remind ourselves that so far in Nigeria, coronavirus is still under control and so like i said all of last week we must be vigilant but we must also not panic and we should do our best to not share false information now i talked about one area where people are questioning the government's judgment arrivals from italy and other particularly uh, 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 affected countries, badly affected countries. Now, I told you that um, um, this battle to uh, fight corona happens at different levels. There's screening, there's surveillance, there's detection, and there's quarantine, right? Now, government has done its best to screen. It's done its best to surveil. It's also done its best to contain. Now, screening is the first level. That's for people coming into the country. The idea is to find out if people have this virus before letting them into the country. But screening has its limits. You heard me talk to Professor Audu, and she said some people have this disease and they have no symptoms, whatever, but they may be infecting other people. So there's no way for government to screen everybody. Government has to prioritize. And even when they're trying to screen, if a person doesn't have any symptoms, it is impossible to know that that person is carrying the virus. 
Now, what happens after a person comes into the country carrying the virus? They have to quarantine that person, and government has done that. They've put the man in isolation. He's going to remain there until hopefully he gets better. Second thing that government has to do is surveil right? Surveillance. And the government has snapped into action there. The federal government and Lagos state government have said that they're monitoring over a hundred people that the man came in contact with, including those who flew with him into Nigeria. We're also getting reports that people in Ogun state have been quarantined as well. And if you talk to public health experts, they tell you that this is the best way to handle things before it spreads. And Nigeria compared with other countries is actually doing really great and i'm talking about countries with very sophisticated healthcare systems countries like italy like japan like iran and even possibly the united states now the one area where people have complained and one of my callers who called in uh, mentioned it which is why i remembered to mention it is the government's judgment arrivals from italy and badly affected countries some nigerians are saying that government should have stepped in and reduced or banned arrivals from those countries entirely now government is trying to strike a balance between protecting the entire country from coronavirus and protecting the economy from the result of travel restrictions every action has its consequence so every country tries to judge how far it can close itself off during an outbreak without breaking its economy but you have some people some critics who have said that countries like the u.s who have issues with travel who have issued uh, 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 travel uh, warnings for italy or saudi arabia uh, 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 for I I countries like italy or saudi arabia that has um, suspended the hajj do not have two heads basically right these countries are basically trying to stop the virus from coming in or being spread out right and they point to these cases and they ask shouldn't nigeria also be thinking about something along those lines after all if the government can close land borders because of rice surely they can restrict flights from certain countries professor audu also uh, alluded to something similar when, when i asked her uh, what she thought about that and i wonder what you think about that should there be more restrictions do you think and what should those restrictions be if any Remember, of course, that government has to be able to enforce that. And beyond the flight restriction matter, how would you rate government's handling of the coronavirus outbreak, both at state level and at federal level? I am Sandra Ezekwasili. It's uh, 5.37. Hello. 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 Thanks for calling. Yeah, Sandra, how are you? Very well. How are you? Yeah, my name is Ike. I'm calling from Nigeria. Go ahead, Ike. Okay, now, why you said you know, everybody cannot be screened? I don't think that is the truth. Because when you are traveling abroad, you know, you screen everybody. And uh, Senator Borofi said last week, mm -hmm. when they went to South Africa, the officials came into the plane to screen them before they came down. But when they came back to Nigeria, nobody screened them. Everybody... We are allowed to come into the country. Well, Nigeria has limited resources. They have to make choices about which people coming in are most likely to have the virus. So, for example, a person coming from Kenya is less likely to have it than somebody coming from Italy. So, there's okay. really no way they can screen everybody. Okay, again, I have another thing to say. Okay. And last weekend, I was in Abuja. Mm -hmm. At the airport, I was watching the officials, you know, searching the quarantine people. Okay. Do you know when they saw the Chinese 
nationals, the ones that were slim, mm. they, they will avoid it, they will not touch them. But the ones that are plumpy, they will search. <laughs> I, I, was, I was laughing at the airport. <laughs> I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. So the slim, the slim one, the slim Chinese, mm. when they are coming to the airport, the mm. guy that was searching us will not, will not touch them. Why? What's the rationale behind that? <laughs> The guy was afraid. He was only the people that he was touching. Wow. So, oh, God. <laughs> Thanks for calling me. Let me talk to Dumebi, who's a pharmacist. Hello, Dumebi. Yes, good evening. Good evening. Yeah, I'm so glad to reach you guys today. Mm. All right, yeah. Concerning issues of, uh, um, I will give credit to the government. Okay. Yes, and they've done, they've done well. Okay. From the quarantining to every step that they have taken to um, track down the people that have had contact with this um, Italian man that brought it to our country. Mm. But at the same time, this, um, the, 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 the Italian guys, they have this, the news has come out since before even came to the country. So I think they were lacking in the effort. Okay. You understand? We're lucky in the airport. Hmm. But uh, we, we should put ahead, you understand? Now we are we are um, looking at the way so it doesn't go round hmm. or doesn't spread, like you said, community spread. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, I'm holding down my own community. Okay. It's my own little strength. Okay. You understand? <laughs> so that uh, we don't get the sector one way or the other. Hmm. Yeah, so we provide. Sanitizer Please, where's your community? Let me come and get sanitizer. Sanitizer is. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are even it now, so because one of the demand demand is not formulated now. Mm. So everyone can access it. Mm-hmm. It's concerned. So mm-hmm. everyone can access it. So the hike and everything. Mm. So we, the pharmacists, are first already doing formulations. Okay. Well done. Well here. done. You should send me a complimentary tube. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling All me, right. Dumebi. Let me talk to Steve in Surulere. Hello, Steve. Hello, Sandra. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, um, I'd like to actually commend the government. Okay. To be honest with you, the, the level of attention we've given to this uh, coronavirus outbreak, mm. if we give it to other things, I'm not saying we have done exceptionally well, but the level of attention given to it, if this is how we work, I don't think we will have myriads of problems in, I agree in, different, with you. Sectors, <laughs> yeah. in different sectors of our economy. To mm. be honest with you, mm. we have not, I am not saying that we have done fantastically well, but the level of attention is commendable. Mm. It's commendable. Mm. At least we still have one index case mm-hmm. up to now, mm-hmm. from, uh, going to one week now. So, I think they are doing so well. I think they are doing very well. Okay. To be with you. So let them keep it up. All right. Keep it up, he says. Thank you, Steve. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon, Sandra. That's the question. <laughs> good afternoon, Emai from Akoka. Um, Sandra, you made a very instructive point. Mm-hmm. And um, you said the actions and their consequences, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, for government, they have a thin line to draw. You know, delicate balance between politics and science. Do you understand? Someone mentioned she let us ban all flights from Italy. It's very easy to call the institution and say that mm. until you are leading the government. Mm-hmm. There are diplomatic implications of these things. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. The economic implications. The other time we tried with US, see what they did. Mm-hmm. They were reciprocated with uh, the travel ban. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's easy to call the government and criticize them until you, until you understand it works. 
Mm-hmm. That's for the government. Politics and science, they have to find a thin line. Mm-hmm. Then for businesses, they have to balance the line between economics and morality. Okay. Do I want to make more money or do I want to put out dick? Okay. Do you understand? <laughs> do I just follow pure capitalism or do I want to be a good model? <laughs> then for the citizens, we have to find a balance between hygiene and panic. Okay. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Hygiene and panic. Mm-hmm. One of the things that is creating this demand for face masks and sanitizers is panic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Panic is driving up sales and they're capitalizing. So on the one hand, when I'm blaming the business people, we are the ones creating a market for it because in market, in, in economics, supply cannot exist out of demand. That's right. Do you understand? So these are the three lines. Again, government should find those lines between politics and science. Business should find the line between economics and morality. While we as citizens should find the line between hygiene and panic. Like someone said, our government is doing well. You know, like a popular group, we are doing well. <laughs> Let's encourage them. But what you can do is this, you cannot stop them from entering. Mm. What they should do at the airport is to get database and debrief them mm-hmm. in the event. Monitor them, surveillance, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance. This job of NSA. They you know, quietly observe them without making too much noise about it. Okay. Yeah, let's leave it at that. All right, Emma. Thank you for calling. Well, it was a pleasure to hear from you. Levinus is my last call. He's in Victoria Island. Hello, Levinus. Hello. Thanks Good for calling. Evening. Good evening. Yeah, I'm a lot to say, but I'll try to put it briefly. Okay. First of all, about our government, mm-hmm. I think it's because um, this sickness doesn't have boundaries. So everyone is careful. Abby? So officials can be infected. So everyone... <laughs> So when it touches them, they act quickly. I so that's, see. <laughs> that's what I believe. Okay. Then on a second note, there's something that the rest of um, commentators are not paying attention to. Okay. And it's something we know, but I think based on my experience, I'm going to emphasize that mm. the truth is that most of these kind of um, infections that go, that, you know, you get through droplets, they are common in cold weather, okay, in the winter in Europe and in the rest of the world. Okay. So while we are analyzing the um, efforts of the government, um, how we have curtailed one case, and we are happy with our efforts, mm-hmm. which I comment, mm-hmm. I think maybe nature is helping us. Okay. Okay. Even in Europe and in those parts of the world where you have winter, by summer, you're going to have a hotter season. So seasonal flu, like in France, we have stayed for several years, mm. you notice that people get better. The rate of transmission drops mm-hmm. radically. Mm. So it's possible. It's too early. So we are not concluding. I'm just giving my opinion mm. like every other person. Okay. And what I'm saying, I think the health officials are aware. Okay. But they are, they are not... We don't want to uh, drop our guard and make a mistake. Well, well, I, well. there's been all of that talk flying around, but it's not... Okay. Um, there's there's not been a lot of research into it yet because there's still okay. a lot of... There's still a lot about this virus that is unknown yeah. right okay. but i've heard this opinion that you're sharing i've heard it um yeah. but there's nothing confirmed yet because science hasn't backed it up yet but yeah, so but so in the meantime other similar virus mm-hmm. virus you have four strengths so mm-hmm. we need to look at how they behave mm-hmm. before this one well, Another yeah, similar um, um, respiratory infection. Yeah, the, 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 sci- yeah. the scientists are, are looking into all of those. But in the yeah. meantime, let's um, not share this information. Exactly. Yeah, let's not share this <laughs> because we share this information and people will stop washing their hand. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Somebody said maybe the blacks are. 
you know, are immune to it. Those are things we should not. No, those are that's that that's inaccurate. On anything. Yeah, that's you know? inaccurate. So yes, let's wash our so, hands. So so everybody wash your hands. Everybody don't touch your face. Everybody try to avoid crowded places. Um, um, you know, so I know that a lot of church events are about to happen. A lot of church events are currently happening. Those are crowded places. You should consider staying away from those crowded places. Um, wash your hands as often as possible. As often as possible. If you don't have access to water and uh, what's it called now and soap you can actually buy some alcohol buy some vodka buy some vodka buy some rubbing alcohol uh buy some ogogoro don't drink it just use it to wash your hands you're going to smell like alcohol but better to smell like alcohol than to catch coronavirus eh abiodun on facebook says um uh, can you please tell the store owners and the rest to stop the unnecessary hike to the price of sanitizer imagine they asked me to bring hand sanitizer in my children's school and it's no where to be found you can actually make your own if you go online search on google or youtube you can actually see tutorials how to make your own sanitizer it's and then you can have yours uh, in my house we're currently using vodka to wash our hands if we cannot get access to soap and water but the best way to even do it is soap and water the best the cheapest way to be safe is to use soap and water to wash your hand now if we look at the spread of this virus outside nigeria worldwide global outbreaks like this one are really bad news but the silver lining for us here in nigeria is because other countries are also battling coronavirus like us we have a chance to compare ourselves and judge without bias whether we are doing badly or whether we are doing well so let's start with the country that put nigeria inside the wahala <laughs> italy abby or more italy's case is almost a prayer point now do you know that yesterday the number of cases in italy increased by 50 percent in one day from 100 from from 1128 on saturday to 1694 on sunday and lots of people are asking why what is going wrong in italy remember that nigeria isn't the only country that italy exported coronavirus to italy has infected so many european countries as well netherlands uh, uh monaco uh austria croatia greece and switzerland and not just europe the virus went from italy to algeria and brazil so what's up with italy the first problem is that Europe, unlike Africa, has great road and rail networks between countries. They have such magnificent infrastructure. But now, that infrastructure is working against them. So many people have been moving in and out of Italy on high-speed trains and buses and personal cars. And remember that there are no visa requirements because Italy and its neighbors are part of the Schengen Zone. But that doesn't tell us why Italy specifically is causing all this havoc. But what we seem to be hearing is that Italy didn't have great surveillance in place at the beginning of the outbreak. And so they allowed the virus to spread within the country. And secondly, and interestingly, the experts think it spread in Italy because they banned flights from China. I know. Let me explain. The experts are saying... Italy made a mistake by stopping flights from China in January. 
Because here's what happened. People who needed to get to Italy from China now started going through other countries. So, for example, the person now travels from China to Japan and then to Italy. And because of that, it becomes easier for an airport official in Italy to miss the fact that this person is coming from China. Her mind isn't uh, uh, going to China when the official is checking arrivals from Japan. So maybe she doesn't notice the, the, the China airport stamp. Maybe the stamp isn't even on the same page. So according to the experts, a lot of people came into Italy from China in the early days after the ban without being identified and without being put on surveillance. So again, I ask, after hearing that, after hearing how banning flights from China contributed to Italy's high cases of coronavirus, do you still think Nigeria should turn away flights? 0127-1993, and 0127-7293, and yes, you can send messages via Facebook and WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. And on WhatsApp, this person says, Sandra, Abuja Airport has equipped and those in charge maintain appropriate measures in including distance, check positions and documentations uh, for traces in and out. I cannot say the same for Lagos Airport, but in China right now, they're spraying city to city and they're spraying shoes. And it's a whole lot more than just saying that there is no problem. Emmanuel is in a papa. Hello, Emmanuel. Hello. Thanks for calling. Good evening. Good evening. Yes, welcome. Good Go ahead. I just want to. I just want to say something. Mm. You are only concentrating on airport, airport. Mm. What about the seaports? Because I work in the seaports, and vessels are coming in okay. from outside the country. Okay. Then now nobody is doing anything about the people on board the vessel. Mm. Isn't that a risk too? It is a risk as well. But, uh, yeah, actually, that's a, a good question. I cannot answer for the government. But, yeah, that's a very good uh, concern that you've raised, Emmanuel. Thanks for calling, especially because in other countries, uh, we're seeing that Italy is spreading these, you know, spreading this with the trains. Yeah? On WhatsApp, Prosper in Alaba says, I don't like, uh, uh, no, no, Prosper from Mile 2 says, Sandra, I don't think Nigeria has handled it better. Nigeria has not been able to quarantine all who has come in contact with the Italian. We don't even know how many people he got in contact with. These other countries can track the numbers, but Nigeria cannot. The fact that we cannot track others who the Italian has got with doesn't mean that we have been doing well. It could be more than the one incident we claim to have. Well, uh, the, the federal and state government are actually tracking these people. More than 100 people have been tracked down. Uh, we've got 40 people at least in quarantine in... Um, Ogun State. So I think the government is, is is doing the best that it can. We have another comment on WhatsApp from uh, Kainde. Kainde says that our leaders don't take measure before it happens. I believe all over the world where we have people coming into our country should have sister agencies which would quarantine, uh, quarantine all uh, immigrants entering into any flights after landing to our airport, then government should quarantine them immediately, then release them immediately instead of releasing them into the society. Huh, okay. We've got another message here who says, uh, uh, you don't need to spend so much on hand sanitizers. You can prepare it at home. Save your money. 
uh, and says you can use uh, water if you don't uh, have gel and says ethanol by the way is your ogogoro okay thank you for sending the message across abbas uh did not send the message in let me talk to moses moses is in a better hello moses yeah good evening good evening yeah i want to know in this case of uh now isn't insecticide also a way of spraying the environment fumigation will it not uh, uh kill such virus uh, no, because insecticides and um, fumigation are killing things that crawl and things that walk. This is a virus, so uh, an insecticide will not be able to kill a virus. Well, because if a uh, hand sanitizer can do it, uh, I mean, I, I thought they'd be putting this all and uh, using... Um, uh, uh, I mm. to wash our clothes to, uh, to sanitize the house for help. Mm. Well, yeah, there's, there's, there's really no harm in keeping the house clean, you know, making sure the surfaces are, are clean with disinfectants and uh, with bleach. That's a great idea. But that's just so that if you've carried anything and put on a surface, you clean it away with the disinfectants and the bleach because the virus doesn't survive that long outside a human carrier. Right? Yeah. So that's yeah. just for cleaning surfaces. So that if the surface is clean, when you touch it with your hands and you touch your face with your hands, at least you're not infecting yourself because you've touched a surface that may be infected. Okay. Yeah, but insecticides and uh, fumigation, they don't do that much. But disinfectants and bleach for cleaning surfaces, that's actually a good idea. All right. All right. Thanks for calling me. Hello. 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 Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm calling you from Ngozi, do you think that we should restrict flights from uh, affected countries? Before now, I actually thought of that. Okay. But during the course of uh, following documentaries on this uh, virus, mm-hmm. I discovered the main thing is not even a flight uh, restriction. Mm-hmm. There is uh, just all we need is just to be more vigilant, mm-hmm. do the necessary things, and put precautionary measures around. It's also a bit in this case in particular. I will not even blame government in a way mm. because you may even have your uh, temperature monitors there at the airport. Mm-hmm. Someone with the virus can actually pass that test and pass. Mm without even getting a higher temperature and all that. Mm-hmm. We all know the mode of transmission mm-hmm. of the virus in question. It's not like Ebola. Somebody may be having it without even showing any symptoms. And the person is already busy distributing it around. So these are some of the things. I think it's just taking a necessary precautionary measures. To try to go through the passports, people coming from these places. If you feel any person is coming from all these countries, you try to keep in check and watch. I think that uh, should be the, the major thing to do. Mm. Because there is even many other ways of transmission mm. of this thing among us in our communities. Mm. Sometimes it's a thing that people, even during the Ebola crisis, mm. I entered the banking hall then, 
I see how people just walk into the bank without virus. And you see right inside the banking hall, people are begging for pen. Mm. And the same pen, you see somebody chewing the viral in the mouth. <laughs> the next thing, they packs from hand A to B to C. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I keep observing this thing each time. I'm telling you, after that Ebola, if I enter bank and you ask me for pen, I would politely tell you, no, I don't share virus. <laughs> because there are even many other things you can get outside this, mm. honestly speaking. Mm. So I don't know, we have to learn as a people. I don't know after the Ebola, everybody, oh, yes, we, we are. are free and we went back to our former ways. Mm. Have you been, we continued mm -hmm. from the hand washing and cleaning. Mm -hmm. it would be, By now, this thing would have been like a part of the daily routine mm. for us. Yes, indeed. Coming for the hand sanitizers. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are also making a lot of mistakes. Buying alcohol, pouring on children and daughter. You know these things are volatile. Wow. It's not something you just buy and you start pouring. Mm -hmm. And the another funny thing is that every alcohol you use for this have a certain percentage of alcohol mm -hmm. that would do the work, especially when it comes to viral infection. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So mm, people are just mixing if you want to do. Go log on to WHO um, website. Mm -hmm. I think they have some certain standard and method they mm -hmm, lay mm -hmm, on there. Mm -hmm. So you can use what you have there to put up whatever mm -hmm. if you are not a professional. If not, you go out looking, look out for sanitizers. Mm. Me, I ordered for raw material this morning to make a hand sanitizer because I formulate. Okay. Unfortunately, the whole thing has gone up. Yes, yeah, sir. So. By five of what I used to buy it before now. <laughs> I'm telling you, it so I don't know down. what is going on. It will go back down. By the time we, uh, we uh, 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 you know, get rid of corona, the prices will go back down. It's, it's, it's the way um, that economics works, yeah? Demand and supply. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. Like Ngozi said, you can actually make these things yourself.